unsolved crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 93. I'm Abby. I'm Kate, and we'll be your ghostesses now that it's spring. It's springtime. Spring. Beautiful spring song. Thank you. Sorry we were gone. Yeah, sorry about that. I had a family thing going on, so I had to leave for the south, leaving Abby in the cold, scary north all I alone. couldn't... First of all, it's not scary here. And second of all, I couldn't produce an episode by myself. I thought it would be a bit sad. I thought about live streaming alone. And then I was like, that sounds even more sad. It does. And people are going to ask where you are. So I simply just didn't say anything. And honestly... I just ghosted social media. I'm the pizzazz. Which is funny because we just made a Mothman post that did really, really well. And then I just left the internet for like a week and a half. Yeah. After that, after the, the hype of the Mothman thing, we quit. We peaked. So there's there's no getting better than that. It's true. Go share it if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about today? I am talking about the Puckwodgy. That sounds adorable. It sounds squishy. Mm. It's not adorable. And oh. it isn't squishy. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the, please bear with my pronunciation, the Mokele Mbebe. I think is how you say it. You sound like uh, Moira from Schitt's Creek. Mbebe. <laughs> well, this is a tricky one to pronounce. It's also known as the Lost Dinosaur. Why don't we stick with the Lost Dinosaur? Okay. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> Listen, I just have no faith whatsoever in your pronunciation. Do you want to do the news first and we'll... Then we'll talk about lost creatures. Go on then. So this news is appropriate because I'm talking about, you know, the lost dinosaur. So I thought it was pretty cool. I've lost my wallet. I've lost my dinosaur from <laughs> abc.new. <laughs> oh my God. ABC. Dot, dot, dot. From ABC. Let's just say ABC. <laughs> Australian scientists say they've discovered a new species of crocodile and its last meal was a dinosaur. So this crocodile was discovered on a sheep station in Queensland, and it's thought to be over 95 million years old, which is insane. Obviously, it is fossilized. Please do not, <laughs> please do not think that it is alive and also 95 million years old. It is perfectly preserved. When I'm, sorry, I know I'm cutting in already. When you said sheep station, I imagined like the International Space, Sta Space Station, but filled with sheep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh. So obviously, <laughs> obviously the crocodile was fossilized, and they had to piece him together. But while they were doing that, they discovered that there were partial remains of a juvenile dinosaur in the stomach of the crocodile. How crazy. They used new technology to complete a 3D reconstruction of the creature. And it's the first time that a crocodile has been discovered with dino remains in it. They said that the dinosaur was a small one, probably a little bit bigger than a chicken. And they said, which might upset some people, that it may have looked like Ducky from The Lamb Before Time. I don't know which one that's that is. That's the news. He's the little bipedal one. I think he's yellow. They were quite graphic with it. They were like, this poor dinosaur. I can just imagine how he was just stood there by himself. And they came along and they just ate him. And oh I was god. like, oh my god, don't write that in the news article. I'll cry. I like that they're acting as if that's not the just the way things are in nature. Like, everything in nature doesn't eat each other. Yeah, but this is a cute dinosaur. It looks like cartoon. This poor baby dinosaur. <laughs> like, there's, there's a little chicken getting eaten by a fox next to him, and they're like, one time, this dinosaur got eaten. Yeah, I mean, I love dinosaurs. 
I don't know them. Oh, if you meet one, you'd like it, I bet. Probably. They're nice guys. Probably not. <laughs> it depends. If I meet a herbivore, I probably like them. Oh. Otherwise, doomed. Is it because you have differing opinions? Because <laughs> you're vegetarian? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Not me fearing for my entire life. All right, give me give me your info then on your puck wedgie. All right. My sources are Wikipedia, cryptids.fandom.com, a classic. With a Z? Yeah. Americas-most-haunted.com, exemplor.com, and coffeehousewriters.com. So, some of you might already know the name Puckwaji from its famous mention in J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter franchise. In fact, it was a listener request, so thank you. Nice. In the franchise, it's described as being native to America looking grey in the face, big ears, short body, um, and it's related to sort of the European goblin. They're tricksters, they don't like humans very much, and they're very independent. They use poison arrows and play tricks on humans whenever they're near. The Pukwaji is the symbol for one house in the Ilvermorny school of witchcraft and wizardry. Aren't you a Harry Potter fan? I know nothing about Ilvermorny. Oh, right. Isn't that like the American... Yeah. Right. So I don't know about that. Mm, yeah, no me either. Really. <laughs> <laughs> However, the way J.K. Rowling described the Pukwaji was criticised by the public because of cultural appropriation and colonialism. So let's just get into the folklore from Delaware and Wampanoag folklore. According to the folklore here, the Harry Potter lore was right to an extent. Pukwajis are typically only around two to three foot tall which is around 61 to, six to 91 centimetres. In general, though, there's no certain look for a Pukwaji because it's skilled in the art of shape-shifting. However, they're said to favour the look of a porcupine when you see them from the back, but from the front, they're half-troll, half-human hybrid. Business in the front, porcupine in the back. Stop. They aren't fully spotted very often, though, because they live in densely forested areas. However, there is a rumour that before you meet a Pukwaji, you'll experience a strong aroma of flowers. Oh, that's beautiful. I know. I was expecting it like, they smell like death. You yeah, know, right. like everything else we talk about. They have elongated fingers, noses and ears. And occasionally they've been said to glow. Ooh. I personally am imagining some kind of orc looking creature. Yeah, me too, with like big ears. Yeah, so if you're from somewhere that sort of believes in the folklore or, or, you know, talks about it a lot, please let us know if that's kind of the right look, because every picture on the internet is vastly different. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, some of them look like Wendigo, some of them look like Orc. <sighs> Scary humanoid type creature. Yeah, like there's no photographs of it, so mm. everyone's just kind of giving it a good guess. As well as being able to shapeshift, Pukwajis are also skilled magic users and control Tepai Wankas, which are believed to be the souls of Native Americans that they've killed. I am so sorry if I butcher any pronunciation in this. I'm really giving it a good go. As well as this, they launch poisonous arrows and create fires at will to cause mischief and mayhem. Oh, I wish I could do that. I'm so glad you can't <laughs> poison me. Ooh, just for a bit of mischief. Oh, gonna stab me in the foot with an arrow. Nothing bad. Just a bit quirky. <laughs> I think there's a big difference between your version of quirky and everyone else's. Yeah, we'll see. Wait. 
Apparently, once upon a time, humans and Pukwudgies got along just fine and were friendly to each other. But something horrible happened. Oh no. And the Pukwudgies turned against humankind. So now if anyone annoys a Pukwudgie, they have to face nasty tricks that they play against them. And they might even be kidnapped, pushed off a cliff, blinded by them throwing sand into their eyes, or die from being stabbed by their knives or spears. Oh my gosh. In addition what did we to, do? In addition to obviously being like poisoned. I'll get to that. Oh, right. All in all, not very good relations between the groups anymore. In terms of what turned them against us, there's no concrete answer, as right. is the case with most things in folklore. However, one explanation is that the Pukwudgies got annoyed and jealous of the devotion and affection that the Wampanoag natives had for Moshop. Moshop is a mythical giant hero who has a giant frog as a companion, as well as his wife, Granny Squanit. I love this. <laughs> I would love a big frog. And I love the name Granny Squanit. Yeah? Call me that, please. <laughs> I'm not going to call you Granny Squanit. Please! <laughs> Moshop exiled the Pukwudgies to different parts of North America. When I say exiled, he wasn't like, come on lads, let's go. He picked them up, shook them around and threw them. Whoa, okay, fair. Yeah. That's one way to get rid of them. So they weren't impressed. Uh, and since then they've been hostile to Moshop and also humans because they liked, we liked the giant and we were like praising him, devoted ourselves to him, that kind of thing. Yeah. So... These Pukwudgies were pretty pissed and they killed Moshop's five sons by oh tricking gosh. them to go into long grass and shooting them with their poisonous arrows. Oh. And they possibly even killed Moshop himself in different tellings of the story by tricking him into the water and again shooting him with poison arrows. In other tellings of the story though, where they didn't kill him, Moshop is described as becoming very depressed about the death of his sons, so he basically went off-grid forever because he never came back into the mythology. Oh. I know. Bit sad. That is a sad... story. That is a sad... Sorry, my brain just did a fart. Oh, that's a sad... Since their exile, there have been Pukwudgie reports across America. But the most recent are in Massachusetts, at the Freetown Fall River State Forest on the Watapa Reservation, which, interestingly, is the home of Lizzie Borden. Ah. Who we covered in a previous episode. Perhaps, Great episode. Perhaps the Pukwudgies were at fault for the crimes committed that day. Oh my goodness. What a plot twist. Since the killings... Someone tell the authorities. <laughs> since the killings, there have been a few unexplained suicides in the park, which have been linked to Lizzie's ghost haunting the surrounding areas. But perhaps it was from the Pukwudgies' vendetta against humankind. Perhaps. Additionally, they've been seen in Mounds State Park in Anderson, Indiana, which is also a notable place because there's the famous Moundsville State Penitentiary, which is apparently an extremely haunted prison not far from the park itself. And they've been seen at Round Rock, Texas, on Hairy Man Road. Why is it called Hairy Man Road, you may ask? Because it's Bigfoot's house. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Bigfoot has been like sighted around there. Do they know Bigfoot is a woman? You know, like man is like a like a genus. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like mankind. Mm. 
So this seems like too many coincidences for me. I'm not going to lie. Something's up with these puckwudgies. <laughs> okay. That uh, you've got two haunted areas, a place like that is haunted that has suicides and Bigfoot's house. You messing? Do you think they're just pals with with Paddy? Well, Paddy the Bigfoot. I don't know what's happening here. Something. There's like an underground network of cryptids. Yeah, or maybe people are seeing these things. What if, to travel, hear me out, they stack four on top of each other? Okay, you're getting ridiculous. Imagine this. <laughs> Why would they do that? Pancakes of puckwudgies. You're saying that Bigfoot is four puckwudgies in a trench coat? Yes, exactly. Trying to get into a 15 cinema. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Never thought of that, did you? And that is why we haven't caught Bigfoot. you got to think outside the box. Oh, I see. <laughs> so you don't believe in Bigfoot, but you believe... In four puckwudgies in a trench coat, yes. Yes. Thank you for making it clear. <laughs> so what else could it be if puckwudgies aren't real? Coincidences. It, well, it could be coincidences. But it's also likely that folklore could be a personification of the forested areas themselves as a warning to children or as like, don't mess with nature, it'll mess with you type of thing. Mm -hmm. As we know, nature has an endless supply of poisonous artifacts and can stop fires whenever. Yep. It also could have been an easier way to explain things like suicide and kidnappings if there was an unwillingness to believe that people could attack themselves or other people in such a way. That being said, Pukwajis are definitely real and you should fear them oh my goodness okay i'm glad you believe in something i suppose even if it's this yeah no Terrifying. one no one thought that i was going to believe in this one but here we are no i don't think i even believe in this one how dare you i'm gonna set them on you no i'm gonna take you to america and kick you out no 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 yeah bye please <laughs> uh you want to do the scare scale i do how scary five she says, I don't believe in them, but I hate them. If I um, don't believe in them to make myself feel better. <laughs> How dangerous. Five. Really? Yeah, they can blind you and kill you and push you off a cliff. Fair enough. How likely is it that they're real? Mm, like a two. Wow. Well, I'll be telling them. I don't know. Because I feel like if there's a cryptid that's kind of human-like, I guess that would make sense. And if they look like a porcupine from the back... Could porky. just be an animal. Porky pine. People might just see it and be like, that's a porky pine. <laughs> you know? Middle name E. Pork E pine. Like Chris Pine's brother, Porky. <laughs> yeah, like people could see that and be like, oh, that's just a creature. So but really, stupid. it's a puckwudgie. Wasn't you just said that? But. <sighs> Everyone's going to hope that we don't produce an episode next I week. don't know. It just doesn't. There's just something that just isn't convincing for me i think i like to believe in cryptids when they are like some kind of evolutionary like like the missing link you know what i mean the film no the the concept <laughs> uh what ideas do you have then if you hate puckwudgies so bad that they're you don't real believe in them. unidentified animal porcupine i know they pronounce porcupine but it's just not as fun to say that is it porcupine uh, stories folklore warnings that's it how about you um i don't know i think it's probably just other animals in it really i don't know it's probably just something else you see if you've seen one let us know something that's about two foot tall in the forest i feel like you can't see anything in the forest the forest is definitely a confusing place it's one of those things where like your brain tricks you if you see like 
one thing one side of a tree and one thing another side of the tree your brain immediately thinks that it's joined in the middle yeah you know what i mean so i don't trust anything in a forest man i don't go in i love the forest but i hate to be scared wise words kate yeah well, if you like the podcast and you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at Myths Magic Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also go over to patreon.com forward slash Myths Magic Murder if you want to check out some exclusive content. We got cool stuff. Here we are in video. We've also got, you can tell us what you want to hear from us as well. We have little chats on there, little polls. You just can chat amongst yourselves if you so wish. You can leave us nice comments on all of the videos saying how great we are. Um, you can message us directly and you get 10% off of our merchandise, which you can view over on mythsmagicandmurder.com. Also on the website, we've got submissions, referrals. If you have a story that you want to tell us, tell us. Great. We're nosy. If you have something that you would like to hear us talk about, tell us. We like to not look things up ourselves. And <laughs> if you have any haunted happenings, terrifying tales, or spooky stories, you can email us over on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Okie dokie. Let's talk about dinosaurs. Artichoke. My sources are The Guardian, Wikipedia, Cryptids with a Z.fandom.com, <gasps> yeah. Live Science, BBC, blogs.scientificamerican.com, and thoughtco.com. Whoa. So, Kate. Yes. Do you like dinosaurs? Well, I don't know. We had this whole chat, didn't we? Which is your favourite one? I really like Velociraptors. Oh. Which is a weird pick, mm, I know. But scary. I love how clever they were. Fair enough. In the movie Jurassic Park. And I like the Diplodocus. Or as you say. The Diplodocus. Yes. I say Diplodocus. And my next line written in my uh, notes is, I like the Diplodocus. Right? They're so nice. Long neck, adorable. So sweet. A little baby. Very placid. Well, the Diplodocus, if you don't have big dinosaur knowledge, is a sauropod. I think that's how you say it. I might be pronouncing it wrong. I, I <laughs> she doesn't know. She up. doesn't have big dinosaur knowledge. I, I don't. I looked up these words, but then we didn't record. So now it's all like out my brain. <laughs> so this is a dinosaur subgroup. They're large with long necks, four legs, long tails, and they eat plants. Do you think I'd be in that group? Totally. <laughs> you remind me of one of those so much. I feel like you would be big and slow, tall, gentle. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you give me that vibe. This is nice. What about me? Small. I'm the one that that crocodile ate. <laughs> yeah, you were just stood there. Everyone was like, run, Abby. And you were like, wow. <laughs> you know what else is a sauropod? Thought to be a potential long lost dinosaur. The Makele Mbebe. Oh, never mind. So this is thought to be one of the most famous cryptids. Have you heard of it? No. Me either. So the drawings of this creature are absolutely adorable. And I'm mad I will never see a dinosaur. So it was a no brainer for me to pick this story. The name of this creature means one who stops the flow of rivers, and he's thought to live in the Congo River Basin in Central Africa. The descriptions of the cryptid alter from it being a living creature or like a spirit, but it's always described as a large creature on four legs with a long neck, smooth skin, and one single tooth. Aww. Although some people say it's a horn. I don't really know how you would get mixed up with that unless it has like a... Well, I suppose if it's coming from the bottom jaw up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? You've got you one idiot tooth. Google a photo. You can see them at Mids Magic Pod on, on social media. It's so sweet. So the origin of this creature can be traced back to 1909 in a book titled Beasts and Men by a showman and zoologist whose name was Carl Hagenbeck. 
Carl had visited Zimbabwe and met with two natives who described him, who described to him a creature that was half elephant and half dragon. He also met with a man who told Carl some similar stories that he'd heard from the locals. So Carl didn't hesitate and decided that this creature had to be a dinosaur and couldn't possibly be anything else. I love that for him. And he discussed in his book that a long-necked dinosaur may still be alive in deep Africa. He couldn't give any proof besides the rumours and stories, but this was just picked up immediately by the Washington Post, who ran a story on it called Brontosaurus Still Lives. And the rest is cryptid history. I have just looked him up, and good God, he's sweet. Isn't he so cute? Imagine this. Stretch out a pangolin. Wait. Is that the instrument, or is that the animal? That's the animal. Thank God. Oh, you, that's what we're stretching out? Yeah. No, that's not what a pangolin looks like. Yeah, with the stuff on its back. Can I see the photo you're looking at? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Oh, yeah, he does in that photo. <laughs> he's so sweet. He is. He's very cute. I like his one tooth. So living sauropods in the African rainforest are stories that have existed for years. Obviously, you know, folklore. There are many tales that mention smooth creatures with long necks living in the area, but it wasn't until the description of the creature became like public, global knowledge that everyone started interpreting the legends as, you know, lost dinosaurs. The book and media attention caused a sensation in Europe and the US, with many people reporting on the idea that dinosaurs live in the rainforests. However, weirdly and coincidentally at the time, or is it a coincidence, Europe and America were going through a dinosaur craze and everybody loved the brontosaurus. Sorry. Now you're probably thinking, <laughs> what a random thing. Yeah. A dinosaur craze? The whole of Europe and the Americas are a seven-year-old boy? But <laughs> this was the 1910s, and very recently in the late 1800s, there were a ton of dinosaur discoveries made. Right. It's easier to think if you remember it's, you know, old ago. Old time. <laughs> ago. Old ago. Old ago. So there were a bunch of just dinosaur discoveries made in America in the late 1800s, and muse museums at the time were like competing to get full skeletons of dinosaurs. People were going nuts to see them. I get it, dinosaurs are rad. Yeah, they are exciting. Yeah, and the Brontosaurus was a really popular dinosaur, probably because it's adorable, and it was displayed in New York and London. There have been stories of strange creatures and African legends before, but they didn't sound as similar to like these kind of dinosaurs, so no one was really bothered. But everyone liked this one because there could be a brontosaurus type creature existing. Wow. It wasn't oh, wow. too unbelievable either for the people of America and Europe because in the early 1900s, the average person did not know too much about Africa. So the general sort of like gullible viewpoint, I guess, was that Africa was this dark, scary place stuck in like prehistoric times. You I know, feel like that's like, still the narrative that they push it anyway. Is, yeah, everyone's like hunting with spears and living in the jungle. Yeah. So it wasn't surprising for people to believe that there could be a dinosaur living there. And then a few years later, there was a report where someone had described a creature that he'd heard stories about when he was in Central Africa. It was an enormous reptile that lived in the jungle, brownish grey, smooth skin, elephant size, long neck, one tooth, a very long tooth, Tail similar to a crocodile, attacks boats, kills the crew, but doesn't eat them. Oh. Quite similar. Well, the creature is a vegetarian. Right. But he's just he just craves madness. But, he, <laughs> but he's chaotic. He's, he craves violence. Yeah, he's a chaotic veggie. 
Me. Same. <laughs> he said the creature lives in caves and had been that have been washed out by the river and climbs the shores in the daytime in search of food. Interestingly, he also said he was shown a path that the creature takes to get to the food by the locals, and the path was had fresh prints, but he couldn't like get a sample because there were also elephant prints and hippo prints nearby, and he couldn't tell which was which. Is it true or is it a convenient excuse? Why don't you just take multiple samples? Anyway, Listen. this creature is obviously popular with cryptozoology, and there have been many modern expeditions to Central Africa to try and find evidence, hard physical evidence of the creature, and none of the explorers actually saw the animal, but many did speak to the locals, who told stories about how they'd seen the animal before. But because at this point in time, they're aware, most people, I imagine, would be aware that tourists and travellers want to hear about this animal, so mm. they might just be lying, you never know. Several documentaries were aired on TV by many popular channels, including the History Channel, Nat Geo and BBC. And in 2001, there was a TV series called Congo that included interacting with some of the Bayaka people. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. They're a group that were given an illustrated manual of wildlife and they were asked to point out the lost dinosaur. What do you think they said it was from the book? Snake. Snake. <laughs> Big one. Like anaconda. Enormous. They identified it as a species of African rhino. Okay. So they thought that this creature could actually be a mix-up between like a rhino that used to exist in this area and some folklore. And people have kind of mashed the idea together over time and, mm -hmm. you know, now it's just the story of this big dinosaur. Yeah, been embellished so much that it isn't really the rhino anymore. No, now it's the big, huge, crazy elephant dinosaur snake. <laughs> but this didn't stop explorers from visiting to get new evidence. And in 2016, a group made another documentary where they spent four weeks visiting various villages in Africa and collected different stories about the creature. All in all, many people believed that it existed, some believed that it was a spirit, and some believed that it had died out at least a decade ago. Even as recently as 2018, there have been adventures to find the animal, but they've been unsuccessful. But in the last expedition, they found some algae that they didn't know existed. So that's pretty cool. Oh, wow, that's nearly as good as finding a whole animal. That's like almost the same as finding an extinct but not extinct creature. How do you find algae you don't know existed? Here's why. All algae looks very similar well they're scientists just because you're a pro on like dinosaur bones doesn't mean you're a pro on algae does it well they i think they were just scientists they probably just you can't keep saying generic science <laughs> well i think they were scientists they probably just took a sample of everything yeah well that one guy could have learned from them couldn't he <laughs> this was that was like a hundred years ago dude. just saying use your brain you know, there's that phosphorescent algae. Yeah, that's sick. Do I mean that? I mean luminescent. I know what you mean. It's like glow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Pre rad. Pretty cool. So it's hard to know whether the creature exists or not, because it is possible it could have died many years ago. And it's possible it still lives among the rainforest, because the Congo River Basin area encompasses over 1.5 million square miles of Central Africa. People discover new species all the time. 
you know? Mm-hmm. I think people don't believe it because it's such a big animal. Yeah, I think that's the problem. It's like Bigfoot, isn't it? Like, if you told me that there was a bug that I didn't know existed, yeah, I'm going to believe you. Like an algae I didn't know existed. Fair enough. Bird? Fair enough. Bigfoot is like smaller ginormous. though because it's man size, but this is like elephant size. Yeah, ginormous elephant rhino tooth creature. Yeah, tooth creature. <laughs> there have been many eyewitness reports of the creature, including in the last few decades, but the only photos that exist are either unpublished or very blurry, mm. you know, as cryptid pictures go. I, well, after they get good photos, they're no longer cryptids, they're animals. So. It's true. <laughs> as I said, some people think that this creature's a myth, a ghost or dead, which would explain why it hasn't been seen. But if that's disappointing to you, just know that over the years there have been several creatures that scientists have dismissed that turn out to be real, actual animals. One example, the most popular example, is the okapi? I don't know. What Am you're I pronouncing saying. that right? We know what creature that is. Google it. O. O K A P I. Okapi? Okapi? I've like I've seen the word, but like it hadn't occurred to me. To... Oh, I know that. Yeah, it's like a sweet little. I think okapi. Um, tiny little giraffe, horse, zebra thing. Yeah, it's got like the face of the hyena, the ears of a horse, the four legs, ass of a zebra. <laughs> It does look fake, to be fair. It doesn't look real. So this was dismissed for many years by scientists, even though people reported seeing a mysterious donkey creature in Africa in the 1800s. And it wasn't until 1901 that proof was found of the animal, and they identified it, and it was no longer a cryptid and was now just a creature. That's cool. Yeah, so we're always discovering new creatures. In the past 10 years, scientists have discovered new types of dolphins, birds, monkeys, and even a new type of leopard. Wow. So there's always hope. And I love to believe in cryptids, so I don't know. But what do you think? I unfortunately don't believe in him. You don't believe in him? No. Oh. Unfortunately not. He's very sweet. I like him. And if he's real, I'll be happy about it. You don't believe in him? No. That's so sad. I'm sorry. Also, this is entirely random, but while I was looking for news, I found that scientists think sauropods may have suffered from the flu back when they existed. They had sneezes. Yeah, so I'm going to go back in time and give them soup. I'm going to go give them cowpole and watch their tiny minds explode. Oh, God bless. They're so sweet. (laughs) Big dinosaur fan. (laughs) Do you want to do the scare scale? Yeah, go on then. Okay, how scary? Like a two and a half. If they're attacking boats, I think I'd be scared. Yeah, I mean, it could just be that the boat was in the way of him. Oh, (laughs) he's too big to go around. Yeah, like what if he just didn't mean to? I love that when we think something's cute, we're like, he didn't mean the chaos sure caused. he was sweet. And he's there like, fuck these guys. He kills without mercy and does not even eat the bodies. And we're like, oh, what a baby. He's, he's killing for fun and sport instead of food. How dangerous. Like a two and a half. He's a big boy. Yeah, he is. Likely. <laughs> you don't believe in him. Come on, Kate, give me something. I'll give you a one and a half. Oh my, that low? Wow. He's so sweet. Well, it's not a zero, is it? Why don't you believe in it? I just, what ideas do you have? Because he's so big, man. He's so big. Yeah, like hippo size. Rhino. Like a meaty creature. You told me elephant. Yeah, like a small elephant. Elephants aren't small. If you go on the Wikipedia page, there's a photo of it next to a person. Like yeah, I saw. Like a drawing. Yeah, that's like not huge, but like still big. Well, it's big enough that you would see it. Yeah, I suppose. And that's my problem that I'm having. It's not... 1.5 million acres of land, though. Yeah, I get it. But if the locals are like, yeah, sorry, we was over there. 
and then you go over there and he's not there. Maybe he's fast at walking. Oh my god, he sprints everywhere. Yeah. He knows not how to walk. <laughs> he only knows run. Yeah. I I just can't get behind it. Okay. What ideas do you have then? Tourism. Uh just like confusion over another animal. Like your your mind playing tricks on you. Folklore. And that's that's it, really. I I mean real. Oh, you can put real on there. He could be, and I will be surprised if he is, but I'll be happy about it. Oh, let's go find him, everyone. Right now? Yep. We just got back off Holly Bobs. All 1,000 of us. Oh, my God. We're going into the... <laughs> We're not touching anything. We're being very gentle with the trees and the people who live Snap. there. Snap. Kate. <laughs> We're going to find the creature, gently touch it on its head, and I, then leave. I poked it in the eyeball. Kate. <laughs> it was an accident. No. <laughs> I think it died. Oh, that's sadder than my one. No, I don't think that it's like a painful, sad death. Not like the dinosaur in the beginning. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's it's not like that. I think that it was a creature when that book was written and the locals were talking about it. Because why would they lie? Unless they were confused and it was all it was folklore and they weren't sure. Yeah. But... I think that it existed at one point, but now it doesn't exist anymore. Well, that's a shame. Yeah, that's kind of my theory. I think it probably wasn't a dinosaur relative, probably just a similar animal to like the rhino and just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But I love to believe that there's just a dinosaur out there that would just somehow manage to be okay. Oh yeah, it'd be like great. Like the crocodiles or like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And they're real. Imagine a big, like, long-necked man not man not human man oh my god no like an animal Jesus i don't Christ. know why i said man didn't we already cover that who's that long-necked man that we spoke about before we've never spoken about a long-necked man yeah it was an urban legend i didn't like it at all i don't think we have you showed me it it's long neck coming up the stairs oh yeah long horse yeah i hated that mm. So if it's anything like that, I hope it isn't real. <laughs> it looked like I had a meatier neck than that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sorry we call animals meaty. Like, <laughs> I mean, like chunky. Yeah, like a like a like thick. A, yeah, like chunky creature. Yeah, except you can't say Plump. thick horse. <laughs> you could. You could, but you get locked up. <laughs> you say plump. Are yeah. you gonna roast him? I'm a vegetarian. I know, but you keep saying meaty. It's because I don't know how else to describe Meaty. it. Meaty. Thick. Muscular. Muscular. But then Brawny. I imagine it like strong looking. Yeah, it's going to punch you. I want it to just be like wide and well, I guess, firm. I suppose wide. Wide, yeah. yeah it's wide probably the, yeah. the normal word. I think that's to... what a lot of normal people would say rather than meaty, but here we are. <laughs> meaty, thick horse. <laughs> Absolutely nasty. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway, don't listen before bed. I wanted to have a chat. Why? I wanted to say, rate us on iTunes, give us five stars. Please. Please. <laughs> you can rate on Spotify now as well if you oh, want yeah, to. Oh, yeah, us, please give us a uh, high rating on Spotify too. We appreciate it. We do. Also, hmm? don't listen before bed. Listen before bed. Do it. Now.